Hello everybody, welcome to the football filling now. At the time of recording, Monday morning, Antonio Conte is still, is still somehow in a job at Tottenham, even though I think I have him actually a little bit right on this. Spurs are a little bit Spursy, it's as simple as that. Arsenal absolutely batter it, loads more stuff to talk about. Um, and by the way, I kind of messed up on the guest this week, so Mark's not here, um, Neil Cutler was supposed to be here, he's not here. So we had to make do with Will Brazier, what a guy. Look at that shirt as well, how nice is that? Football filling, let's have it. Right, William, um, first time on the show. Welcome, by the way, mate. Um, you, you watched all the weekend's action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to start with Spurs. Yeah. Um, somehow, like I said, Conte is still in the job. What do you make of what he said? Because he went off on one, by the way. Yeah, he went big time, didn't he? I think he's going out swinging, which I'm sort of on the fence with. Like, sat here as a neutral, I like, because it's entertainment, isn't <laughs> something it? something to talk about. And then, you know, you if you're going down the boring presenter route, it's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. But I absolutely love it. I think there's some points in there as a bit ringing of truth, I think. Yeah. I think we'd agree on that, but... What about you, though, as a player? If you're in the dressing room and you're seeing that, how do you feel about that? There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. He is gone. Like, yeah. if he don't get sacked today or tomorrow, it is a miracle. I promise you, it's an absolute miracle. That is, that is like you say there, a last swing of the bat kind of a, right, I know I'm going, so have a yeah. little bit of that. It's as simple as Do that. Do you be annoyed, though, like sat in the dressing room? Because um, he's called out the players as a, well, hasn't he? Yeah, a little bit, because um, I think the players, the players will always kind of, when the chips are down and you're losing games, right, you always just try and sort of, you conceal yourself off a bit and you sort of look after your own back sort of thing. So they will, they'll be going, oh, cheers, Antonio, thanks for like throwing us under the bus here. But I, I from what he said, right, I half, I half understand it because there's been a load of managers, Tottenham managers, especially in the past, that have said a very similar thing. Pochettino, uh, Tim Sherwood has said it. Um, and that it always seems to revolve around the ownership model and how yeah, they yeah. do it. That it's like they try and Levy tries to run it as a business and not as a sports club, and that's the bit that I think Conte is talking about. Yeah, but if you're coming in as Conte, like Levy's been there for twenty years, you know he runs the club. It's not like hang on a minute, he's not spending money. This yeah, is very out of character yeah. for him. And it did feel a little bit, as much as I enjoyed it, like Conte was a bit like me on cards. You know, you're blaming everything else. New servers, <laughs> new loadout. I'm not used to the guns. It's like I need more resources. Like you knew this coming in, didn't you? Really. So I just feel you can't really. You can blame him, but we know what's going to happen. He's yeah. going to be out. Potts is probably going to come back. Do you go back to an ex? Is you that what you back think? To an ex? I don't know. I think they need to get Tuchel. I think really? Spurs get, get rid of Conte, which I'm, it's got to be imminent. Honestly, it has to be imminent. They, there's no way they can continue working like that. Yeah. That's like for someone like Daniel Levy, anyway. That will he would have seen that on Saturday night, and he would have gone, "You, yeah, all right, you're done. You it's are." Mad he's still here, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad that he's still here. But I think if they're going to going to try and do it properly, they need to get somebody like Tuchel. But off the back of Conte saying this, like I say, Mourinho, Sherwood, Pochettino saying the same sort of thing about the ownership model and how they run it, I would be worried that they're not going to be able to attract a manager like a Tuchel, do you know what I mean? Well, they're in a weird position, aren't they? Because they're, they're sort of, in terms of resource, they're not a top four club, so they yeah. can't go, like Jude Bellingham, they're not in the conversation for no them, chance. and rightly so. But then, 
their expectations are bigger than a Brightford and a Brent, Bright, Brighton and a Brentford, yeah, easy for yeah, me yeah. to say. So they can't, as the fans, the expectations over here. So it's they're in a very weird position, aren't they? Do you they? know what, right? It's a horrible position to be in as well because Spurs, are, they're huge. Spurs are a huge. And they're fourth. They're fourth. They're a proper team, like properest everything. Everything is proper. Proper training ground, stadium. It's Tottenham Hotspurs, right? But they, like you said, I agree with you, what you said there. They find themselves in this weird position where. They're not able to attract the 80, 90 million pound players, right? They're not in that market. But then they're in like, it's like they're in the 40, 50 million pound market that you may as well, if you can, go and spend the extra 40 million and get a player that's guaranteed to do it. Because it, it seems to me that Spurs have been so mm, meek with their transfer deals yeah. where they've spent money, don't get me wrong, they're spending 30, 40, 40 million pound on player, but these players aren't, they're not guaranteed. You know what I mean? The likes of um, Basuma or um, Romero in defence and Pedro Porro. Like, they might be decent players, but they're not top, top players, are they? Well, look at Basuma, how much they're 50, 60 million on him. Yeah. They're spending that with Brighton. And like Brighton, are, I'm not oh, going to say they're... cashing they, Yeah, I mean, they're on the charge as well. They could get European football and, it's, yeah, it's just a weird place to be. So if, if Tuchel comes in, like you want, he's going to have expectations to be attracting these top players. 70, 80 million pounds. And they're just shot. not going to get them, especially if they fall out of Champions League football and then, it, oh, I don't know, we're in all sorts of trouble. Fun and games at Tottenham. Want to talk about the game then, three all. Yeah. Um, I did not watch this game at all. It was Saturday afternoon. I was out on an all-day session, right? Any good? But it was decent, to be fair. Good yeah, stuff. it was decent. Well, do you know where we went? Um, Flight Club in Birmingham. Oh, good. Oh, mate, it was belting. Uh, no, I came fourth. Like, I'm, I'm decent at darts, but everybody just targets me and so it makes it impossible uh, for me. Right. It's the same when we had a lads night out. The lads you sound like Conte, thing. actually. You can have this. Yeah, yeah. And the darts were rubbish yeah. as well. No tungsten in them. <laughs> rubbish. Brutal. Um... But so, but what I did is I've got live score alerts and I've got all the scores coming through and I'm thinking, oh, Tottenham are absolutely killing this. Harry Kane buzzing. And then all of a sudden, boom, three, t- boom, three or last minute. Oh, my God. That is Spursy all over, isn't it? Well, it was just like, the, I think they, the point out, match of the day, they just dropped back into this deep, they were 3-1 up against Southampton at the bottom of the league. Free flowing, like going forward, they're amazing, aren't they? Southampton, that by the way. And like, I think it was Saar that came on, the young lad, he gave away the penalty. So I did, I, it was a bit debatable that penalty yeah, as well. Know, but yeah. Southampton, yeah, they've done all right since the, the new managers come in, but it's just, got, I know they scored three, but you don't associate them with goals, do you? This season is, oh, I know we say it on this episode, on this, this series every week, right? But this season is one of the most interesting keeping you on the edge of the seat every single week, yeah? Not only for the top bit, but those at the bottom as well. Yeah. If you look here, so start on Southampton on 23 points, bottom of the league, all the way up to Crystal Palace in 12th, yeah. is four points in it. That's a bit of me, that. I've been a Birmingham City fan, I love a relegation battle. <laughs> you like it to yeah. the end, don't you? Yeah. To the bitter end where you may, might have a, de- a game left or oh, two yeah. games left. You've got to go to White Hart Lane and Pavlachenko thinks you're right, but I don't know. <laughs> sorry, Ben, I don't want to get Yeah, I was the one in front yeah, of that sorry, one, all right, yeah. and I did a token dive and I went, oh, no, sorry, lads, sorry. Um, but, yeah, it is. It's so interesting, isn't it? Like when you've got the likes of West Ham actually in the relegation zone, Leicester just above them, Forest, Everton, Leeds, Wolves, Oh, um, yeah. Hopefully, it goes down to the last day, just so you get to sort of share that pain with other people. So. Yeah, true that they were all in the same boat, right? Um, second game, I want to talk about Wolves against Leeds. Um, being a Blues fan yourself, um, you've probably not got much affinity for Wolverhampton Wanderers, um, and you're probably quite happy to see them um, languishing in 13th position, four points off uh, the bottom of the league. Um, but that's a that's a massive result for Leeds, isn't it? I'm buzzing for Leeds, by the way, because Javi Garcia, obviously, haven't worked with him. You like him? Uh, Watford loved him, absolutely loved him. Proper manager, seriously, proper manager, nice and calm, composed, does it properly, get his team playing in. A, everybody knows what they're doing in that that formation. And the four-two, I think the four-two will probably not be his favourite result. In in the world, he'd be looking for a 2-1 or a 2-0, but a win's a win at this time of the season. 
Yeah, it was just, I mean, I don't know if we can talk about it on air. It's sort of, uh, like he's a big part of this we show. We can talk about it on air. But uh, Craig Dawson, should it have been a red? Yeah, it should have been a red. Yeah. Craig Dawson's got that in him every game. Felt a little bit like me, Sunday League. I'm a little bit lanky, so you, you, you know, no malice in there, but you're overstretching a bit, aren't you? I think there is a bit of malice in Craig Dawson. <laughs> there is. You can say that, I can't There say is that. definitely a bit of malice okay. in Craig Dawson. Um, did you see the uh, Johnny goal? Yes. Did you feel for it? Give me give the goalies a bit of love here. Did you feel for Ilya Melier? Not at all, really, no. You're so hatered. I think, because I know that we had a little chat in the office, it's gone off the pass as well, but surely if you're a goalie, just get that wide out for a throw. No, like, like he's, he's done a cultured header to his cultured midfielder. Head? Yeah. Cultured header to his midfielder. The midfielder's gone to lay it off first time, straight to Johnny. To be fair to him, it's a hell of a volley. Yeah. It's an absolutely hell of a volley. And as a goalie, you're there thinking, cheers, mate, really appreciate that. It's really good of you. Um, shout out to Ilya Melier, by the way, because he is the youngest goalkeeper to reach 100 appearances in the Premier League history wow. 23 years and 16 days well remembered that's oh, fantastic I didn't I put it on the board there right behind it I shall help you out there um, but yeah massive win for Leeds puts them up to 14 this is what I mean one win at this time of the season at any point in the season like this one win takes them from I think they were 18th 17th 18th up to 14th even psychologically you'd see that 14th and you'd go it feels a bit better. Yeah. It does, it feels a bit better. Well, I know Wolves weren't very happy with some refereeing decisions. I think, shame, isn't it? Yeah, real big shame. I was actually devastated for them. But the, <laughs> uh, I think the penalty one was a little bit sort of 50-50. I'm, I'm going to say it wasn't a penalty on Furpo in the first half. And then the red card that on Johnny did on Luke Aylin. Yeah. Good God. I, I mean, I've got brittle bones as they go, so they'd have been red sticks gone. But yeah, that was a straight red. And and then they were moaning for the final well, one. Yeah, they were moaning for the final one. But when you've got a big old Adama Traore... And, and they stopped. And he's moaning about... Like, that's the thing for me that... I hate that with football, I do, is that stopping thing. Oh. It's, it's, oh, it's so pathetic, isn't it? Yeah, oh, come on, give me... No, just get back in your slot and, like, work back and get the ball. If you work back and get the ball, he's got a chance of getting it, but just gives up on it. Um, but lost their heads when uh, Costa was trying to calm down Nunes and I thought hang on this is yeah someone's lost their heads yeah I know yeah something's gone drastically wrong he's calming people down it's like what's happened yeah something's gone wrong Um, Arsenal yeah absolutely killing it it's like every week we expect them to do like an absolute madness and maybe lose 2 0 away at Southampton or something. Yeah. But every week they're just doing it, aren't they? They're just churning out result after result. Palace 4 1. Um, did you watch? This wasn't even on the telly on Sunday, was it? No, I've had a little uh, match of the day two on this one. Yeah. One of the interesting ones, a bit of a side point Ben White, not in the England squad, had a phenomenal game. Sort of been, I know Tommy Asu was coming back and he's sort of been, but he's been very solid. I think going forward, he was a little bit, but the pass he put through to Saka at the weekend, phenomenal. But just wonder what's happened with Southgate, Ben White, because... There's something gone on there for sure, hasn't there? Yeah. Because he's, every week he's doing it now, and he's even getting involved in goals, he's getting involved as assists for fun, playing really, really well. Arsenal on fire. These are the sort of players that, when you're naming your your England squad, you should be picking these players in yeah. form. Do you know what I mean? So there's obviously, obviously, whatever happened in the World Cup happened, people aren't really privy to any of this information. Yeah, you might. you got the inside oh, scoop? I've got no scoop on this whatsoever. Tell me after. I've been trying to find out. I'll tell you afterwards, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, but yeah, there's definitely definitely something gone on there because that's just not right isn't it when he's selecting the old school the normal ones that haven't been really been playing week in week out yeah. Maguire those sort of players then yeah it screams of a little bit of a fallout but Arsenal fair play to them eight points clear now um, even though Man City got a game in hand they're going to go do it well they was doing the rounds on Twitter yesterday this time last time Arsenal were top of the league after 28 games was uh, 2008 2009 yeah. nine points clear didn't win the league Charlton were in fourth 
Birmingham City are in seventh. Shut up. And it was that time when they came to St Andrews. Edward broke his leg. Oh, yeah. Martin Taylor. Yeah, William Gallas was crying in front of me on the uh, family stand end and uh, the season went downhill from there. Oh, my. But not, eight points seems like a big margin, doesn't it? But they've got to play Man City. Yeah. They've got to go there and just... I've said it before, but like the pressure at the Emirates in those games when it's going in, you know, for like the last eight games if you're at home, it's going to be phenomenal. Isn't it? Are they going to do it, do you think? I, heads, no, Hart says Arsenal, Head says Man City. Why Hart says Arsenal? Have you got a little thing for Arsenal? No, not really. I've got a little thing for anyone, really. But I just want someone new on the Premier League trophy, really. Not it's just, yeah, you want a little bit of a change from a usual, usual Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Palace, though, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Because this morning, Roy Hodgson's favourite for the job. Oh. Thoughts? Um, I, I like Roy. I love Roy. Yeah. I do. I absolutely love Roy. Um, a lot of Watford fans will be watching this saying, oh, you scumbag, because of the way he sort of... He left Watford on sort of um, not great terms, let's okay. say. Um, apparently, we, we we played away at Crystal Palace and we lost the game, I don't know, 2-0 or something like that. And um, we, that was the game that got us relegated last season. Okay. And Roy sort of... He'd been at Palace for a long time, went round clapping the fans and stuff. The Watford fans did not like that one right, little bit. Yeah, they yeah. did not like that. Um, but no, I like Roy. I've got a lot of time for Roy. And I think it's in these situations that he he should thrive. Really? I really do. I think he should should thrive. He got brought in at Watford to do the similar sort of thing, yeah. to try and help us out of the out of the mire. Um, but things work a little bit differently at Watford as what they do to Crystal Palace, I'd imagine. So um, if he can go into Palace, I think, I think they'll have a good chance of staying up. Like I said, they're... I think psychologically, yeah, when you're 12, even though you're four points above the drop zone, I think psychologically, just looking at the league table, it doesn't feel as bad as if you're in the relegation zone. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's why I found it... Like, when the Vieira news popped up on Friday morning, I just couldn't was believe it. Was surprised, though, yeah? I was very surprised. Was you really? Nothing surprises me. No, no. I, I swear to you, I, I don't hear anything, but... In football now, I promise you, nothing surprises me anymore, especially when it comes to managers. I was, I was like, I did this. Oh, so that, I was generally surprised. That's, I wasn't like. No. See, I'm, I'm probably. What were same. you like? I, well, I, I listen to a lot of radio. I'm probably the same as you. Talk sport, all that, and they, you know, Palace fans were a bit mixed on it. To be honest with you, they were all kind of like, yeah, it would have been nice to give him a bit of time. Simon Jordan talks about it really well. Um, he, he's of the opinion that. Vieira's probably not built for a relegation battle. He's built for a mid-table team who can yeah. play nice football. But when it comes to this, when this is this is where you need your stalwarts. This is where you need your Pulises yeah. and your Hodgsons and your Sam Allardyces to get you out of it. I'll have to go in a minute. But, but with Vieira, he's not had that chance to have this experience. Yeah, so how do you know? Yeah, it's true. Oh, that it's true. Um, right, let's talk about Forest Newcastle Friday. Night. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a good result for Newcastle. Newcastle needed this as well. Coming from a goal behind, Emmanuel Dennis for Forest. Um, huge result for Newcastle though. Um, takes them to fifth. What are they? They got two. They got two games in hand on Tottenham. Two points behind as well. Banging season for Newcastle, right? Yeah, Isaac. Great. The first one. I don't know if you saw it, but did he mean it? I'm saying as a as a lanky target man myself, very limmy finish again. It was oh, lovely, right? wasn't it? It's kind of like shin, ankle, but he found the corner nice, didn't he? I've watched it a few times. It's lovely, and then yeah, the confidence to step up for the penalty and score that at the end. And I think his goals per minute is absolutely outstanding at the moment, yeah. just in behind Haaland, which is no mean feat. So again, just as a sort of neutral, I'd love to see Newcastle in that top four and challenging him for the Champions League places and. 
I think they've got over that Carabao Cup stuff. Like, yeah. well, you remember from our season, wasn't it? Like, oh. how much it takes out of oh, you. It and ruined everything. us, didn't it? That absolutely <laughs> ruined our season, didn't it? Oh, I'd say that Newcastle probably got a slightly stronger squad depth than what yeah, Blues did. Probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah slightly squad. So I think they should be all right. Um, did you see the penalty, by the way? Did you see um, Kieran Trippier? So the penalty got awarded. Obviously, yes. it's last minute, yeah. and this is where all the shithousery and the mind games come to play. Um, and obviously, Kieran Trippier, being captain, sort of stood up and made it look like he was going to be the one taking the penalty. And all the Forest players are trying to give him it, and they're scratching. Do you know what I think they need to do? By the way, I'm going to put it out there, and I Go guarantee on. you, this becomes a rule from next season. You know, scraping the penalty spot. Yeah, yeah. I bet you from next season it'll be a yellow card. I guarantee it will because it happened in the Man United FA Cup match yesterday against Fulham. Um, Fulham players trying to do the same sort of thing and I guarantee you that becomes a rule next season. But um, he stood up there with the ball, took all this mind games out of play, Isaac just chilled over here sort of thing and then when the referee blew his whistle for come on, let's have the penalty taken, that's when Isaac came in, took the ball, boom, slotted it. Nice calm finish as well. It's a big thing though, isn't it? We go back to the the Euros, well I don't want to go back, when we lost to France and they said when Hendo came off the pitch, Kane had scored the first one and then he wasn't there for the second one. He didn't have that protection. One thing I wanted to say back in the Spurs game, uh, Ward Prowse said he took a penalty against Forster, but it's his best mate. Yeah. And he said he couldn't look at him because it was like going to make him laugh if you ever had to face a penalty from a good mate. Uh, when you're when you're playing, when a penalty taker's taken it that you've played with, yeah. um, either whether it's like with England or a former club or something like that, it is a bit weird. Is it? Yeah, it's a little bit weird. And you'll always try and share a glance of... Like, cheeky one. Yeah, like, I, you're my mate, I know you, you know me. And as a goalie, you'll always try and give him that, um, I know where you go, do you <laughs> know what I mean? And, you know, you can get a clue, like, do you know what I mean? Um, so, like, I, obviously, when I was at United, like, Wayne Rooney used to take penalties all the time. And because I was, like, the third-choice goalie, the Joey goalie, I, he would practice penalties against me all the time after training, every day, and I think, in God's sake. Um, but he would do it all the time. And you could never really pick up a towel from him. You could never tell really? where he was going to go. His body shape would be different all the time. So it was like, I just... Just ain't got a clue. Um, and then fast forward a few years, I leave United. He's obviously still there, being Wayne Rooney. Um, and he, he's, he's taken a few penalties against me and he's put them in the back of the net every single really? time. Every single time. But he is a world-class player. And to be fair, what James Ward-Prowse's penalty on Saturday was right. unbelievable. If ever you want somebody to guarantee is going to score that penalty, James Ward-Prowse would be right high on that list, wouldn't it? Yeah. Take some balls, that you know? Well, he's done it in a Chris MD video, so we can do it on St Mary's now. <laughs> uh, right, we've got mystery shirt right now. Uh, we've got a quiz at the end, by the way. Um, we're going to do an extended quiz today. Wow, yeah. Because it's a, it was a shorter game, but it's only seven games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to do an extended quiz, maybe 20 questions or something silly like that. But 15? Um, God damn it. They can't work hard enough here. Um, right, it's mystery shirt time, everybody. You ready for this? Yeah, well, we've got a guess. So I need you to guess. Um, I need you to guess what country it's going to be from. Uh, I'll go. Oh, by the way, Mark Goldbridge, the very first episode that we had a mystery shirt. Yeah. Guess the country correct. Did he? By the way. Yeah, you probably helped him out. Uh, I'll go uh, Romanian Prem. <laughs> I like it. What's the Romanian Premier League called? The big leagues. <laughs> the big Romanian Prem. Right, I'm going to go for. Um, I'm going to go for. Swedish. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, ready? Little Seb Larsson show. I do not know what's on here, I promise you. You just let me take the tab off. It's yellow, so you got a... Is it? Yeah, I don't know if it's it. Oh, get out. Oh, no. Oh, that's... You've had me on there. Yeah. No! Yeah, I swear down on my 
absolute whole lifeski. I swear down, I'm out. this is not planned. Uh, it's my first time and last time. I'm not coming back on. <laughs> I swear down on my life. This is, that, though, eh? is this the current seasons? It is, isn't it? The Get current. Bit <laughs> <laughs> of you, that. I'm not sure you got a Watford shirt. I swear down, we have not planned this. This is completely right. random. Unless the people at Box Things um, have seen that it's for the Cycling GK or something and they've just done it on purpose. I think the PR um, teams had an absolute win there. Right? <laughs> absolute, absolute. Um, right, as usual, though, we're going to give this away, okay? So uh, me and Will are going to sign it. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's no point me signing it. You're signing it, all right? <laughs> Decrease the value. He's going to sign it as well. Um, as always, though, get yourself over to the Football Fill In Instagram page. Give this picture of me and Will that's on screen there, right there now. Give it a like. Uh, and get in the comments down below as usual make sure you follow and all that kind of stuff and we'll pick somebody at random that is so bonkers that is absolutely bonkers we didn't plan that I swear to you we did not plan that I don't know if I can trust you anymore um, anyway quiz coming at the end right let's move it on let's go for let's go for a little bit of Villa versus Bournemouth yeah oh, you're really starting to wind me up now. sorry mate I know you're a big Blues fan yeah. I'm sure you, you're not a big fan of watching Villa at the minute no. um, but Villa are actually killing it at the minute they are they're absolutely killing it do you know what impresses me most about Villa right they're mid-table. Yeah. They can't get into Europe. Mm-hmm. They can't get relegated. They've got absolutely zero to play for, but they still just keep turning up each week and they are smashing it. Well, I think the really annoying thing is they do look good. They look very organised. I think it's little things like, you know, getting rid of Danny Ings in January because yeah. there was always that... Watkins and Ings in the team just wasn't working. So to get some money for him, get him out. I think even some of their like highest earners as well, like uh, like Coutinho and Luca Dean, they're probably going to go in the summer. He knows what he wants. He's a very good manager. Yeah. They've got solid foundations. And I think they've got a bright future, which, you know, I feel a little bit sick when I say that, Ben. It? Yeah, I feel absolutely rank. You've absolutely betrayed, Blues, there. Eh? I thought you were going to come on here and you were going to cuss them and say, nah, mate, they're lucky. They're, they're winging it every week. I don't think you can say that, they're can not, you? Nah, yeah. they're doing really well, to be fair. That's what I mean, though. 38 points, right? So they're safe. Yeah, they yeah. Are. Like they say, oh, they obviously say the 40 point mark is safe. 38 yeah. points with, what, um, 10, 11 games to go. I think that's an absolutely banging season. So, so when Steven Gerrard got sacked early in the season, I thought, oh, this, is going to, this is going to be a difficult second half of the season for him. But this, I think for me, this shows Unai Emery as he must be at that next level of manager. I really do yeah, think yeah. that. And there's no disrespect to Steven Gerrard, but I think you're talking about a seasoned manager here, somebody who's won Europa League, all that kind of, a seasoned manager. And to be in this position and to still keep churning it out week after week is it does it speaks volumes of a proper manager that does well I think even players like Buendia like they were sort of in and out of the team yeah. they're really finding their form now Douglas Louise on exactly, fire exactly yeah they got that foundation in there for me I like you know I wanted Gerard to stay they were yeah. a bit of a laughing stock when he was there so if we could have kept him Emre was the appointment they probably should have made back when they got Gerard or someone of that stature yeah. to take the club on rather than Sort of take it back to yes. um, South. Uh, sorry, Bournemouth, um, second bottom, nineteenth on twenty-four points. Um, talking about the relegation zone, if you had to pick your three teams that are going to go this season, who are you picking out of these? I'll do Southampton, Bournemouth, and then fourth. This is where it gets tough. I think everybody seems to say the same thing about Southampton and Bournemouth, yeah. and I don't know why because Southampton they can win one, lose one. It's all over the shop. Southampton, Bournemouth. I'll- I'm going to say Forest. Ooh, yeah, Forest are on a little bit of a slippery slope but at the That minute. home form could see them through. It's, with West Ham, I don't see them Have getting dragged bit. in. What are you saying? I, I said a few weeks ago, Forest. I said a few weeks. I said Bournemouth, Southampton and Forest is what I said. But 
Honestly, it's so... Yeah, I didn't realise how Leicester are just down there. Leicester right? are down there. But even West Ham, you talk, you talk about someone like West Ham and people always say, oh, they're too good to yeah, get relegated. Yeah, yeah. Too... No, you're not. No, Nobody's they're... too good to get relegated. Yeah. If you're down there, you're down there for a reason. Just Everton with Dyche now, that seems to yeah, be Yeah, I agree, of, yeah. And they're just picking up points when they shouldn't be. You're going so... for Forrest then, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Forrest fans. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Chelsea, Everton. Um, again, massive result for Sean Dyche. Um you know, I've, I've watched the highlights of this one, and by all accounts, it was actually it was a decent game. Yeah. Everton, like Chelsea, were decent. Everton were decent. Um, probably, probably nicked it at the end, a little two-all draw sort of thing. You know, what I mean, snuck away with one, but massive result for Everton. Yeah, fantastic. Ellis Sims getting his first goal for Everton as yeah. well. Been playing his. Applying his trade in the championship as well. Seeing a guy score with number 50 on this back as well. It's just Weird, a little bit it? pleasing about that as yeah. well. So, And to be fair, he's a big youth as well. Yeah, he's yeah. a proper big youth. And the goal that he scored, he's proper dropped the shoulder. Who's the who's centre-back for? Koulibaly. Uh, Koulibaly. He's dropped his shoulder past Koulibaly, yeah. bullied him out of the way. Good finish. Well, actually, let's talk about this finish, actually, because I think Kepa... Oh, uh, yeah. This is where... This is where I think... Um, you'd have had that. I don't know. I definitely... I I'll, say, I'll say it that. for you, Ben. You'd have had no, that. I think top goalie save that. Yeah. And this is a big moment. We're talking injury time, yeah? If he saves that, it's 2-1. You get three points, boom, everybody's happy. These are the fine little margins that I think a top goalie has to save that. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. in that little pocket there. And I know it's a little bit awkward because so for a goalie, right, them ones here... They're awkward. You'd rather have it out there. It's a right. much more comfortable save, easier save to make. You're a bit of a cat yourself, aren't you? Some have called me a cat, yeah. Uh, a bit of a goalie sometimes. You know, might know what I'm talking about. Them ones out there are actually <laughs> easier to save, yeah? These ones... Well, in so here. you don't want T-Rex arms, yeah. you want full... Yeah, you want full them out there. The T-Rex saves, they're yeah. hard to make. So I'll give them a little bit of sympathy, but when the big saves need making in the heat of the battle, these are the ones where you need your goalie to step up and... I think he just sort of fell a little bit short. Is there anything like it just feels a bit cursed this Chelsea ever since Petr Cech's gone this number one like Kepper was the answer then he went Mendy was the answer now Kepper's back yeah. in is there some sort of curse we don't know about? I think I just I, I don't think I don't think Kepper's the right guy for it I really don't full stop I don't think he's going to be the long term I think come, come the end of the season either Mendy's going to get fit and get his way back into the team and he's going to be the goalie next season or they're going to have to go out to the market and try and sign somebody. 70 million quid they spent on Kepa, you know. It's me. 70 million quid they spent on Kepa, 30 or 20, 30 million pound on Mendy. That's 100 mil on goalies. Who wants to spend 100 mil on goalies, mate? Not me. Nobody, mate. If you're you're playing champ man, right, the last last position you're spending 100 million pound on is goalkeepers. I'm doing contracts expiring 12 months in advance, getting in early, doing the dirty work and then getting them in on free. I'm not doing (laughs) <laughs> um, but I would on part of that I want to see him I really it's something about time I really want to see him crack he's like that sort of teacher you've got at your school who's like really smart and really tells you like, what are you doing here like you should be actually working in the actual yeah, business I just really bit. like him he seems a really likeable did you see him doing his press conference for the um, oh, yeah. know, the, the left bomb yeah the, 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 dropped a little left bomb in there <laughs> about the Champions League that's what we want to see though you know what I mean managers are human beings too you know well, you, you'll know more than me but even with Sean Dyche as well how sort of important will it be just to have a summer together like so yeah. he can implement his tactics and there. do it his own way and yeah. hopefully even try and like sign a few of his own players that him, even wow. he wants to sign imagine that would you yeah. imagine that that'd be nice wouldn't it he's got no chance um, right Brentford Leicester is this the final game by the way I think this is the final game yes it is the final game Brentford versus Leicester and then we've got the world class football filling quiz 15 questions this week by the way Twin. we got 20 
MVP you are today. MVP, even though I messed up all the bookings and we had to make do. Not really, mate. You're absolutely banging it. Um, right, final game, Brentford-Leicester. Um, I love Brentford. I do. Yeah. I absolutely love Brentford. I think they're Why? probably... the. I think them and Brighton are the two best-run football clubs in the Premier League. Do you I'll like put, them for that, though? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I like them for that. It's as simple as that. And they're I think they've got a way of playing it. They've yeah. got a manager that's absolute top class. Everybody's on the same page. They don't sign glitzy, glamorous players. They sign players that do jobs and they're effective. Yeah. And that's what I love about them. Um, but first, I want to talk about Leicester yeah. because they are having a stinking season, which nobody would have predicted. If at the beginning of the season, you would say, right, Leicester, you're straight away, you'd go, well, top half. Um, you'd say maybe just fall short of Europe or, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, maybe. They are currently 17th, one point off the drop zone. Well, it was a weird one in the summer going into the season. It just sort of felt there was a few murmurs around Brendan Rodgers, then Madison was linked with Newcastle, yeah, Tillemans. Harvey Barnes as well. Exactly. So it just felt like... Where you mentioned with Brentford and Brighton, they're all on the same page, and you've felt like that for Leicester for years, haven't you? But going into this season, especially with like the black back four, sort of Casper Schmeichel yeah. going, it's just like, yeah, it just felt a little bit. A lot of unsettling things going on. Like I say, I think Casper Schmeichel is the biggest one. I do. I think like locker room leader gone. I think him. Yeah, like I say, he is Leicester through and through, mate. He's been there forever. He's seen everything. He's the guy that they look up to, club captain. Um, then, like you say, with Harvey Barnes, Tielemans and James Madison all getting linked with big money moves away, yeah. that is really unsettling, you know, for them individual players. That's really unsettling because, like I said, I think it was Newcastle who were coming in for Harvey Barnes and uh, James Madison. You've got to think, don't get me wrong, I know Harvey Barnes and James Madison are getting paid good money by Leicester. I know that, yeah. But you'd imagine Newcastle would almost double their wages, yeah? yeah. You're talking £40 million, £50 million transfer fees. You're talking 150 odd grand a week or something stupid like that. That is genuinely life-changing money. And that is the bit that will unsettle a footballer. I know there's people that'll be watching this going, oh, my God, you're, oh, you're struggling on 80 grand a week, 70 grand a week. But it's like anything. It's like any job, yeah, yeah? for what you do. If somebody comes and says, I'll double your money, you go... Yeah, sweet as yeah, that. Boom. Yeah. I'm going to go work for United Stand tomorrow, right? And Mark Goldberg is going to pay me double my wage. I'm going. Yeah. I, he won't have to pay anything because I don't even take a wage at the at the football fill-in. Cycling GK doesn't earn a penny, does he, lads? No, he don't. Does it for the love of his heart is what he does, all right? Um, but yeah, it is. It's double unsettling, yeah. really unsettling. And that just spread through the team. And it's just been it's just been a horrible season. Did you see what Brendan Rodgers said about um, one of his biggest achievements as Leicester managers, or maybe even just as a manager, would be making sure Leicester don't get relegated this season? Yeah, I, I don't know if I like that. It nah, seems a I'm bit not when that. you're comparing resource and sort of everything that's happened over the last couple of seasons, that just feels a bit of a yeah. Don't, I'm not, not a fan of that. At nah, that's rubbish, isn't it? Um, but yeah, they, they are. They're down there though. It is absolutely bonkers. This is the beauty of the Premier League. This is exactly why we love it. Um, it's time for the quiz, mate. What's your quiz knowledge like? Yeah, pre- ball knowledge decent. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah, the kids say uh, ball knowledge is very good. Yeah, all right. I've well, never been tested. So well, uh, we'll see. Foster versus Brazier. All right, uh, football fill-in, um, 20-question quiz today. Before we start, just have a look at our shirts. Are we the two best-dressed guests on football fill-in this season? I think we are. Um, and I've also just noticed by looking, we've got like a camera screen where we can see all the views and stuff. Um, I think Will has got a bigger head than me. Yeah. I, he actually has got a bigger head than me, hasn't he? Look, it's like it's like a Beavis and Butthead head. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big, big bonce as well. It's coming up as well. Big four S. <laughs> uh, right, Jamie. Tan, like, <laughs> Just get me out. <laughs> right, Jamie, come on then. Let's have it. First question. Like, put your feet up if you want today, man. I ain't even nervous today. I know I'm going to win this You're one. It's a doddle. <laughs> okay, first question. Who is the all-time scorer in the championship? 
Billy Sharp. Correct. Oh, what a start, Fozzie. What a start, Fozzie. Is it just you firing out, sort of? No, no, no. Uh, you only get one go each, and if you get it wrong, then we get to go again. Okay. Yeah? Um, I was going to say David Nugent then as well, but Billy Sharp came in. 130 and 389 appearances. Oh, decent. Who is the only player to score a hat-trick in the top four English leagues? Jamie Vardy. No, the League Cup and for his country. You're going to have to repeat the Who question. Who is the only player to score a hat-trick in the top four English leagues, the FA Cup, the League Cup, uh, League Cup and his country? Robert Earnshaw. Yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy! <laughs> fire. Did you know that, lads? This is not that bloody mystery. Yo, you yeah, know, because you did the quiz questions. Uh, that's 2-0, by the way. I oh, know, I need to <laughs> What's going on here? Which former player holds the record for the most assists in Premier League history? Ryan Giggs. Correct. Damn it. Really needed to get one on the board there because that could have been little whitewash materials. <laughs> yeah, I was fair, dude. So I was going to say I was going to say Lampard or Gerrard or something. But yeah, go with your gut, haven't you? He has 162 assists. Yeah, that's not bad, that. Who is West Ham's record signing? Gamaka. Nope. Paqueta. Nope. Damn. We're back in. We're back in. Yeah, we're back in. Um... Do you want to know the price? Yes. 45 million. Wow. I have to count down here. Five, four, three, two, what, any name? One. No. Sebastian Haller. Haller, Sidious Squaller. 45 million. <sighs> 45 mil. Yeah, I thought I had it with Paqueta. Paqueta. Two, one. Question five. Who is the only Italian to win the Premier League? Balotelli. Players only. Yeah, correct. Free one. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. I told you I was cash today. I just feel it. They sometimes you feel it. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I woke up oh, knowing. Right. I knew it. It's a marathon, not a sprint. We yeah. Got. <laughs> yeah. Question six: What vegetable is banned from Stamford Bridge? What vegetable? is banned from Stamford Bridge. Cabbage. Tomato. Nope. Tomato's a fruit anyway, by the way, lads. <laughs> it's good. It's Keep firing it's away. Season, it? It's a fruit. Uh, celery. Correct. Yes! No chance. No chance. Where have you got celery from there? Why? Where? It's celery. Why is celery banned at Stamford Bridge? I'm not too sure. You don't know that? No. Wake up a little bit. It's a long story, yeah. Do you know that? Was that a guess? I pulled out my ass. So, out of all the vegetables, you pulled celery (laughs) out. Wow. Big big celery, Tom. What's the score now? 3 2. 3 2. 3 2. Wow. That should be double points for celery, no? I would, honestly. Beforehand, if you'd have said double points, I'd have gone, yeah. (laughs) 3 2. Question seven. It's a career path question. Okay. Who has played for Norwich, Blackburn, Chelsea, Celtic, Chris Birmingham, Aston Villa? Chris Sutton is correct. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well done. I think I sent that one the other week for Mark one, so that was fresh in the mind. Oh, <laughs> he did, he did. Yeah. Oh. Scumbags. Three all. Question. <laughs> He's fuming. <laughs> no, it's three yeah, three all. All, yeah. Question eight. Which former England player has the nickname the Romford Pele? Ray Parler. Parler. Will. Oh, Will. Will. Of course it was Will. I think it was Ben. No. Oh. I, I agree. I oh. agree. I think, I think it was Will. I started to say the name wrong. You went Roy. <laughs> <laughs> you said Parler. Tom, 
Oh, I'll give knowledge. you that. I'll give you that. I okay. thought he got it. I, I thought you got yeah. that. I did save Roy <laughs> Pala. <laughs> I did save Roy, Roy Pala. Pala. Oh, God. I'm, I'm well nervous. <laughs> Overtaken. Overtaken. Oh, you got three in a row. Sugar. Celery's been that. That's not a big win away, that celery. <laughs> that's, that's a confident yeah. loser. Honestly. Oh, bonus point, that was. Question number nine. Who am I? I was the caretaker manager that that was first named David Beckham as England captain. I I myself has played. Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor's the answer. I think that was Ben. That was Ben. You said Stephen. You said Stephen Claren. Wait, did you know who said Peter Taylor? The answer. Well, we'll, we'll Jamie, the Jamie, you got to pick. Got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Peter Taylor. I just said it so I said loud. Steve McLaren. You <laughs> said it so loudly. Oh, you went, oh, it's up. Peter Taylor is really good. Peter Taylor's the answer. Yeah. Peter Taylor's really good, by the way. Really, really good. Okay. Five three. Where's this come from? Oh, nowhere. Capitulation. We're only halfway through now, so question oh. number 10. In which top flight league do club. Valerenga play Norway correct oh, oh. <laughs> right I'm sitting up 6-3 I'm sitting up 6-3 I'll never be going by a batch of celery after this so. you're like you're, he's obviously a little champ man swat or something <laughs> like that yeah <laughs> one point correct <laughs> question 11 who is Northern Ireland's record goal scorer David Healy David Healy is correct <laughs> He has scored 36 goals. Oh, gosh. Could be the greatest day of my life. 7-3? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Which club has the biggest capacity in the championship? Sheffield Wednesday. Sunderland. Sunderland. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, flashback to the start. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised anyway. Correct? There's a point. 8-3. Did you say you're going to win at the start, Ben? Oh, you've already come back here. Question 13. What club did Antonio Conte manage before he managed Inter Milan? Juventus? No. Got some time here, Ben. Foreign football ain't my forte. It really Conte is. before he managed Inter Milan. <laughs> oh, he said he, I think he's a hull or something. That's um, a countdown. So what are you pressurising me for, Jay? Five. Before he was at Inter? Yeah, four. Oh, um, three. AC. Two. No, Chelsea. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> You see the Lars behind the camera. <laughs> You'd have probably played against him as well. Probably. <laughs> Question 14. Who was the Blackburn manager when they won the Premier League? Dalglish. Kenny Dalglish is the correct oh, answer. Come on. It's not fair. He's a bit old. <laughs> <laughs> Scores? 8-4. 8-4. <laughs> Question 15. Who was the last Brazilian to win the Ballon d'Or? Kaka. Kaka. That was Ben. Oh. That was Ben. <laughs> he won it in 2007. I feel like amongst us, we've got some real good quiz. Yeah. Like, we dovetail the shit out of this. Yeah, but that's not the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a good quiz team. Yeah, it would be a good quiz team. I'll take that. Question 16. What's Scott? 8-5? 8-5. Which Chilean player was used, was a used sub for Birmingham in the 2011 League Cup win? Gene Bosajor. Correct. Oh, no, yeah! no, no, he said Bosajor. It's Bosajor. <laughs> it's John Bosajor. 
It's Bozachor. You can't say Bozachor. <laughs> nah, he... We'll you knew it. it was we'll him as well. I oh, knew it was him. Good old Jean, what a lad. It's Jean. We called him Jean. His name's Jean. Yeah, but with the Birmingham twang. Jane. Good old Jane. Jane Bokes you. That's how I'd say it. Woo! That's all I needed. Oh, he was such a nice man as well. Oh, he was lovely, honestly. Jean Beausajour. He went, who did he get moved to? Um, he got moved to another, um, like, a decent team. Like, he, he, yeah, it was Wigan. It was. Oh, I'm sure he got moved to, to Wigan, yeah. Left winger. Lovely player. Lovely lad, honestly. Really nice bloke. Darn it. 9-5. Question 17. <laughs> which referee had made... Which referee has made the most appearances in Premier League Mike history? Dean. Mike Dean is correct. <laughs> bonus, bonus question? Yes. <laughs> How many games did Oh, bonus question. Closest, Pull that one cl- out your cl- ass. Closest, win- closest wins. 521. He's got it on there. He's got it on the head. No, he's not. He's got it on the head. I'm having that side. 522. 521 is the answer. Oh, this is outrageous. How has he done that? Mike Dean, super fan over here. Oh, I knew it was 500-ish. 521 games. You ain't coming back, you ain't. You ain't coming back. That's brilliant. I'll take that sign. I'll have that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Question. Question, question 18. <laughs> question 18. What is Oldham Athletics ground called? Boundary Park. Correct. You're, a, oh, you're an absolute twat. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, question 19. Oh, you're too good. You're too good. See how quick that was? Boundary Park just came out. Honestly, I've been preparing for this moment my whole life. <laughs> oh. How many professional teams has Sean Dyche managed? Three. Correct. Correct. Do you want a bonus? Watford, Burnley and Everton. You know what? We'll give that to him. We'll give him a bonus point. We'll give him a bonus. No, we'll just give you that one. (laughs) 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 You can't come back now. I'm sorry, Ben. (laughs) Final question. What year did Tottenham last win the FA Cup? 1982. The season. The no, season. Not. What season did Tottenham last win the FA Cup? 91. Correct. Against Forest. Arsenal. I don't know who. Forest. Forest. Yeah. Forest. Forest. Yeah. I mean, you could have another point as well, but we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> still <laughs> won. <laughs> Mate, you were. You're the man. 12 8. Thank you. I reckon. I reckon out of all the guests we've had here to do for the, the quizzes, you'll be right up there, mate. I think you and James Alcott would be an absolute humdinger of a matchup, honestly. I'm just, yeah, salary, happy to get that. And obviously, good old Gene boasted you. Um, if, if, uh, to be fair, if we're going to look back on the tape, I'd say the salary is a turning point. Um, Mike Dean and for actually getting the number is just, ah, what chance have you got? Um, as always, thank you very much. You like Will Braves is the man. Um, it's the international break next week, unfortunately. Every, how miserable is international break? It's, it's, it's hanging. Hang- it? hang- Nobody likes international break. Get rid of them. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, all right? 